You're listening to What's the Rumpus? Shh, geeks in progress. Our webpage is whatstherumpuspodcast.com where you can chat with us in IRC, vote for the FARC headline of the week, or join in our off-air discussion in the forums. Our theme song is Better Nation by Curious Hands and can be found at podsafeaudio.com. Welcome to another episode of What's the Rumpus. I'm Adrian Hanna. I'm Rada Stip. Hooray! It's been a while since you've been on, Ryder. Yeah. Well, like two weeks? Yeah. Oh, no. It's been a while because I forgot about uh, Christmas. I like oh, yeah, that yeah. in like weeks. True that. Or my so, family was in town. Yeah. That happens. That happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> So I figured since uh, this week uh, was the uh, Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, we could do a, uh, a roundup of uh, all the fun things that were announced at, uh, at CES. Sweet. All right. Uh, so uh, the big one that I wanted to talk about was... Uh, they uh, officially announced Star Wars in Blu-ray, which will be coming out this year. That's pretty epic, since it's like the most anticipated Blu-ray uh, discs ever. Yeah, that took a, That seemed like it took a long time. How long has Blu-ray been out? Like seventeen years? Yeah, something like that. You know, <laughs> thereabouts. And, I was using uh, hyperbole. <laughs> it is not 17 years. <laughs> I mean, close enough. I mean, it, it's... Well, when DVDs first started coming out, everybody was uh, looking forward to the Star Wars DVDs, and they were like, no, took no, a no, long-ass time, didn't it? Yeah, never never going to come out with those, never going to come out with those, and then suddenly they are just like, uh, surprise! And they did the same thing with Blu-ray. They were like, no, we're never going to switch to Blu-ray, never going to switch to Blu-ray, and now they're like, surprise! Also, it's got more footage, so you have to buy it. Oh, man. Does it really? Yeah. $140 for the entire series. <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. With uh, Well, that's all six movies. Plus... Uh, oh, I forgot that there's three more. I wasn't even considering the first three movies. Yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> no, not at all, because uh, I did the same thing. But it's apparently $70 per trilogy, or you can get the whole thing in a nine-disc uh, box set for $140 with 30 hours of special features, uh, including never-before-seen deleted scenes, alternate takes, and a look at the Star Wars archive, and more! Yes, it was reading. run-on sentences in descriptions of box sets? <laughs> I, to try and convince you to, uh, you know, buy it, I guess. But yeah. you can pre-order it right now on Amazon, so hooray. I'm going to look at it and see what it looks like. Are they the uh, the super effed up lame versions of the movie? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, that's lame, by the way. Totally. Well, I mean, considering with Blu-ray, and they're putting one movie per disc, why can't they do, like, both? Why can't they say, you know, oh, well, you can watch either the original version or the, the special edition? Yeah, Blu-rays hold, like, a gazillion gigabytes of information. Yeah. Uh, they could probably put, like, all the movies on one Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, also, a gazillion gigabytes is awesome. <laughs> I 
I made that up on the fly. <laughs> I think I, they actually uh, max out like super ultra dual layer. Um, it's like eighty five gig. Does that seem right? That seems yeah, high. That sounds about right. Yeah. Maybe something like that. It's somewhere around uh, uh, a kazillion gigabytes. <laughs> that sounds like maybe a unit of measure that would be used in Back to the Future. <laughs> Totes. Yeah, apparently um, at, at CES this year also they were there was a um, speculation that they were going to make a big deal out of uh, uh, glasses-free 3D. Yeah. Um, and uh, apparently that was not the case because uh, apparently there were a lot of 3D uh, 3D TV slash movie haters that showed up to CES and all of them were like, 3D is the devil. I lost you. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Did so, you continue to talk? Yeah, I did. So basically, there was like a um, a bunch of a bunch of 3D haters that showed up to CES, and they're all like, you know, 3D is the devil. And so anybody that had anything to release about 3D TVs or whatever, they're just like, screw you, 3D sucks. Who are these people? And were they just like out in the audience yelling stuff? Were they just like hammered the whole CES? <laughs> Well, they just show up to people's booths and they'd be like, oh, look at our awesome new 3D thing. And they'd be like, no, 3D sucks. We don't want to see it. And then they'd leave. Or whatever. The, the people would leave? The presenter? Like the no, no. Like, like, the, like the, the people that hate, were hating on 3D. They'd be like, we don't want to do anything with 3D, so we're going to leave and not talk to you about anything that your booth has. Huh. And who are these people? They're, I don't know, people that hate 3D. Is there like a, a organization that I can join? No, I don't. I totally so. join that organization. Yeah, by the I way, think, 3D gives me a headache. Yeah, I think it's I think it's people like you and me that just hate 3D and just we're at CES and people that talk about 3D and they're like, oh, fuck you, I hate 3D. I'm gonna leave because I don't want my head to hurt. So, how do, do you have any idea how the glasses free one works? I've never seen that, but I, I would like actually want to see that. Um. I'm trying to think who recently, uh, I think it was, um, Microsoft might have come up with it, but I, I, this is me just grabbing at straws right now. Um, uh, somebody came out with a TV that, that uh, will track up to eight faces, I think, and then it will adjust uh, the screen to, uh, to polarize everything uh, based on where you're sitting. Uh, and looking at the TV, so so it it, it, it uh, spits out the polarized light, but it does it in, in a in the tailored to where you're sitting according to the TV, so that it can actually give you the 3D effect. I I still want to know how it works without glasses. Oh well, it's it's using uh, um, crap. I I. Was just reading about this, and I can't for the life of me remember how this works. But uh, it has it has oh man, I can't I really I can't remember. I'm trying to read about it to see if I can find something, but it looks like it's just uh, mystical fake stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so something that I that I read was interesting. You know the 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 Nintendo 3DS. Right. You know what I'm talking about they uh they talked about how that was probably the best application because um Glasses 3 3D only works if you're like like exactly in front of it and right. the hand device you could actually be exactly in front of it. <laughs> right. Would be a lot easier than like a TV where only one person in your living room would be able to see it. Right. Well, uh, they're talking about uh, the. There's a couple of laptops that have come out that have the the 3D, and uh, it's uh, they say you know it, you think about it, that's like your ideal situation because you know you're typically only have one person sitting in front of it watching a 3D movie or whatever, so you don't have to worry about having it be able to adjust for ten people sitting and watching whatever movie. Tell me how it's working. I, I'm watching a video trying to figure out how glasses oh. free works. <laughs> Anyways, 3D, even if it is glasses free, is still gimmicky and lame. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, finally, I just was thinking about something else about 3D that, that was... Uh, something else that, that, I, that I was just thinking about about uh, 3D uh, I can't I can't remember what it was 3D is lame though oh apparently oh that's 2010 that oh I remember I remember what uh, yeah CES 2010 was last year um I was just uh, regarding this year at CES. There were a bunch of uh, camcorders that were the stereoscopic camcorders that uh-huh. have the, the two lenses so that they can actually record in 3D. Um, oh, okay. And uh, they were talking about how. Hang on a second. Oh, so Android 3 is entirely built for tablet totally not what you were oh, talking about oh yeah um so anyways they're they're talking about how there's all these uh these stereoscopic uh camcorders right now and the big problem is is that there's you end up with a lot of noise in your feed because since it is literally different uh lenses recording stuff um yeah. you and you can tend to have something that's in one shot that's not in the other and it causes noise um, and I can't remember who I heard talking about this, but somebody was saying that uh, in the film industry now, what they're tending to towards doing is filming with one with one lens cameras and then using a uh, a filter in you know in post production <laughs> to to actually mimic the uh, the stereoscopic effect of 3D. Is that easier than using the oh, actual yeah. cameras? Oh, it's that's weird. way easier. And all, so all how, you does it, how does it determine what's in the foreground and the background? Um, I'm not sure, but it's probably some crazy algorithm that's, that's been developed. It's amazing what you can do with math, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> but yeah, so you, you just you just re-render the, uh, the, the film... Uh, with this uh, with this filter, and then suddenly, boom! You got 
3D, and it, and it tends to be better than, than if you actually record it in 3D. Because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, there's so much noise, apparently. What, what do you mean by noise, exactly? Like, the, 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 uh, the camera will pick up something on one side and not on the other, and it ends up screwing up the uh, what gets filmed. Because it's got, there's like, you know, somebody standing with their shoulder in the shot. And so it's, and it's only in one lens and not in the other. Oh, okay. So, so you would it be like if the sun hit one of your lenses and made it look different than if it hit the first one and then it's trying to overlap them and it doesn't work? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Interesting. I think it's funny, but. If you think about it, it's funny because that's we use our eyes in stereo to perceive uh, depth, uh-huh. where and that works really well. Could you imagine if they like they found a way to like uh, mathematically create or create an eyeball that like interprets images on the fly and then converts them to three D and sends them to your brain? That would be <laughs> nutty. Yeah, I mean for like for for blind people, obviously. Yeah, cause I don't because yeah. I can per- perceive depth, <laughs> but uh, or even for somebody who has only one eye. Yeah, exactly. Which probably there's not a big enough population of one-eyed pirate people that would for like a special eye. <laughs> but also, the human human brain is really good at adapting to stuff. So, like, if you put in a if you put in something into his other eye, the brain could probably eventually figure out how to use that and use them together in yeah. some way. Whereas, like, like you said, the noise, you, your brain would be able to deal with that noise. Like, I think that, I mean, I think we deal with it as it is. Because, like, if you have something that only one of your eyes can see, it doesn't like fuck with your world. <laughs> right, right. So it's pretty cool yeah. how amazing the brain is. Yeah, totally awesome. So I think that uh, this year's uh, most outstanding gadget at CES is your brain. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, Sandisk it revealed a uh, 128 gig uh, compact flash drive. That's pretty uh, rad. Pretty much better than the human brain. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not quite there, but it's 100 megabyte per second uh, transfer speed, so that totally uh, that's way faster. Way. Yeah, it's my brain. Uh, Motorola X Zoom. The uh, best in the show. The, the tablet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get that. Uh, I'm super surprised that there was lots of tablets at CES. Not. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, I'm sure, like the year after the uh, iPod launched and actually became big. I don't think it was big on its first release, but like when it, when the iPod was big, how many how many uh, MP3 players do you think were at CES that next year? Oh yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Somebody somebody revealed a uh, a seventy two inch TV at, at CES too. I don't remember what it was, who or who it was. Um, but that's that's pretty epic. If it's um, not plasma, I'll be impressed because all these like uh, ultra big, super like just for display TVs are always plasma. But if yeah. they're like making LEDs at that size, I'd be impressed. Yeah. Uh, Droid Bionic Zoom for Verizon What? Oh, is the Motorola Zoom an Android device? I believe so, yeah Yes, it is So it's using the Android 3 shit 
I wonder if uh, the Android phones will get an update. Do you know? I am not sure. Um, I think it was. I think it's Android three uh, that is has the holographic display. Did you hear about that? No. <laughs> Pretty sure. Can, uh, can it can it beam me up? Android three gets holographic. Um, with the uh, the honeycomb release, there's uh, um, it has a uh, uh, it's been officially revealed that uh, it, they are doing a holographic interface for for Android three. I don't even know what that means. I have no idea. It sounds like they're faking three D or some shit. Yeah, so it's like four G. Ridiculous! I want to see a video of this Motorola Zoom thing. Oh, also, it has a camera, unlike the iPad, which means we'll see an iPad with a camera next. Yeah, I think it's already been rumored, but then again, it's Apple, so who knows? This this is going to be interesting, because now uh, Google is competing with devices and OSs against Apple, and Apple is still using Google Maps for, like, everything. Yeah. On their phone and, like, other Google things. Like, I remember when they, uh, when you were on the Safari browser, it used to say Google for the search button, and now it just says search. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how long it is before uh, Google's just like, mm, we're going to make everything not work well for your devices. <laughs> <laughs> Also, none of the tablets at CES actually had live OSs running on them. They just had videos. Weak. Yeah, totally weak. So, like, they probably haven't even got the performance even close to what it's shown in the video. They're probably running that on, like, a, like a supercomputer <laughs> <laughs> to render it, like, one frame at a time. Right. Did you hear about uh, the new um, bionic droids? No. Oh wait, maybe. It's the the new the new uh, droid phone is dual core. Yeah, that's what I was just say. Uh, you might have been disconnected. It's dual yeah. core. The yeah. tablet is. Well, the um, they they're actually making phones that are dual core, which is ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's. I mean, that's uh, like. That's that's such an overkill, but awesome. So I I can almost guarantee you the reason it's the same reason that they did it for computers is uh, they they can't break the one gigahertz barrier on that form factor, so they just right. add more cores. And then once the software can take advantage of the cores, that's going to make it faster. I don't think we'll see much over a gigahertz unless there's a big breakthrough in how they make chips. Right. Oh, uh, I just read about this somewhere, and I can't, I don't have the, the any links for it, but um, somebody just built a, uh, um, uh, a processor that has the uh, CPU and the GPU combined into the same, uh, into the same was it chip. Intel? I know Intel was working on doing that. No, it was uh, AMD. AMD did it. Oh, really? But, uh, um, oh, what did they, it's in, some, somebody has it in a laptop already. Oh no way! That's pretty quick. Yeah, it's it's going into going into like a like a netbook or something. But That's uh, a good idea. Yeah, the because it I mean the the point the whole point of having the the CPU and the GPU on the same chip is to uh, cut down on the power cost, and uh, it's a significant drop in the in in power. 
So that's ideal for something like a netbook. Yeah, and you can actually have a real GPU instead of a crappy software-driven GPU. Yeah. I remember when they broke one gigahertz on the desktop PC, and that was like, it was big. And I remember it was like a magazine where they were like, yeah, we overclocked this with liquid nitrogen from like 400 megahertz, which is like the absolute top of the line. Right. To a gigahertz, which is like completely ridiculous. Like, yeah. It's a huge jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when they when they broke that barrier, like, like for manufactured CPUs. Oh, yeah. It was like it's like we've got a computer with a 1.2 gigahertz processor. It only costs you ten thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, Intel. We had a lot of these, the 933 Pentium threes. It's like really, you guys couldn't make it like 66 megahertz faster. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we got spaghetti say, <laughs> and uh, like 933 it's... megahertz processor. <laughs> They could have saved two numbers every time they printed stuff. Yeah, no doubt. That that cost savings alone was would have been worth it. Yeah, <laughs> but like, so like back in the day, overclocking w- was actually worth it. Now it's I, I, it's probably not worth it because like overclocking your CPU is not going to give you any benefits that are worth the pain in the ass that it is. But yeah. like back in the day, when you had like two hundred megahertz processors, and you could overclock them like three hundred. That was like. That was like a ten thousand dollar upgrade in CPU for free. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, and it was actually like noticeable because computers were actually limited by the speed of the CPU. But like now we have a shitload of cores and a bunch of gigahertzes, <laughs> and I sound retarded when I say stuff like that. But uh, no, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really make a difference. You're not going to be like, wow, my computer's so much faster because I overclocked it from two gigahertz to 2.9 gigahertz. Nobody, nobody would notice unless yeah. they're lying. Like you might get like, like your benchmarks might be way better. Like you might see a huge increase, but you're not going to be like, oh man, that was so much faster because I overclocked. So it's interesting. I know, like, uh, James. James Barnett. Mm-hmm. Guest star on the uh, <laughs> podcast. Guest star. Um, he he uh, underclocks his droid normally, and he said he, like, he gets, like... How much more battery did he say he gets? It's, like, insane more because uh-huh. he underclocks the CPU and then overclocks it when he's using it. Like, he has a thingy that changes it. Nice. Thingy. <laughs> Uh, yet another reason to to uh, to have gone to CES this year. Uh, one of the uh, um, celebrity guest speakers, performers, whatever, was uh, Antoine Dodson. Uh, I recognize that name. It's the the we, we go find you guy. Oh we, no way! Yeah way. <laughs> we go find you. Yeah, that dude was uh, was one of the uh, guest performers at, uh, at at CES this year. Um, and Lady Gaga uh, re- released her new um, uh, camera glasses at uh, for for Sony. 
Um, I don't know. Did it? They Sony. Uh, uh, I think it was Sony. Um, hired her as like their new director of um, of uh, crazy awesome stuff or something like that. And they um, and her first her first uh, her first product uh, has been was announced at CES and it was um, it was ridiculous glasses that uh, have a camera built in and you can take a picture with them and then it'll display the picture on the front of the glasses. So you can take a picture picture of something and then it'll display on the front of the lenses so you can be awesome and have some cool picture. It'll be like. I mean, like if I strapped my iPhone to my forehead and then started taking pictures with the the front-facing camera. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it'd be like. And it probably looks just as cool. <laughs> totally. Is, is there pictures of these? I don't. I haven't seen any. All I've seen is the ridiculous pictures of Lady Gaga as CES. But then again, saying ridiculous pictures of Lady Gaga is kind of redundant. Yeah, it's kind of like saying pictures of Lady Gaga. <laughs> I think what would be ridiculous is if she looked normal. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I'd be like, shit. Polaroid, Polaroid camera glasses. What a terrible... Oh, my God. She always looks ridiculous. <laughs> this is awesome. Lady Gaga wig on Amazon. Uh-huh. And... Uh, it has pop bottles twisted up like hair curlers. <laughs> Even better, it's officially licensed. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. I feel like going as Lady Gaga for Halloween would be like way too much work. <laughs> totally. These Lady Gaga costumes are not nearly as ridiculous as what she wears. Yeah, no doubt. They're just like... Just a tiny bit crazy. <laughs> oh, I wanted to see if the honeycomb was coming out for my wife's phone. That would be relevant to my interests. Incredible. Uh, let's see some LTE stuff. Android Froyo? I don't know what that is. That's the the current version of uh, Android. Oh, that's it. Right. Yeah. Bad news for Droid One. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. No, there's nothing relevant to my interests. That's a bummer, man. Yeah, dude. Man, oh, the guy who doesn't like Coen Brothers movies. <laughs> I I'll agree that No Country for Old Men was not that good. I didn't think it was uh, as good as people said it was. Uh huh. Okay, is that that's it? That's all you gotta say. And burn after reading. I haven't seen that. It's it was not amused with that. Okay. Um. And I watched Barton Fink last night, and that was very disappointing. Okay. I actually, I, I guess I haven't seen that many. Yeah. But uh, I have, Big Lebowski is, like, the best movie of all time, so that's <laughs> all that matters. <laughs> Disagree. Um, so, oh, what I was going to say is, even if the Coen Brothers movies aren't awesome all the time, 
they're still better than most of the superhero movie crap and the remakes that are coming out. It's like, at least they're not remakes. <laughs> well, that's true. But, I don't know, I get to, anytime I get done watching a, a Coen Brothers movie, it's like, so, what, nothing just, nothing happened. I, it's, I just spent two hours watching nothing happen. And, and I'm not sure what's going on. Apparently you, know? you don't care about the dude, man. Well, okay, The Big Lebowski is probably my favorite, no, my second favorite out of the Coen Brothers movies. What about Miller's Crossing? That's my favorite one. I actually like that one because, you know, it, it actually had something happen. And, That's and, true. And the characters were, were actually enjoyable. You know, and then like the Big Lebowski was, I don't know. I guess, I I, I guess I'll I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and say it was all right. <laughs> but, but, but like every other Coen Brothers movie that I've ever watched, I've just it's. I know. I, I I totally feel you. I'm like, oh man, nothing happened. That was totally lame. Um, oh Fargo, Fargo's Coen Brothers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Fargo. Like that, didn't like that one either. I guess there's stuff going on, but I, the 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 characters and the ridiculousness of everything that happens. Uh-huh. Dark comedies. I love dark comedies, so it was like, oh man, I just think it's great. I do too, but I just I, I don't know. It's all in all the, the no, Coen I, Brothers. I totally know what you mean when you're like, oh yeah, nothing happened, and you feel unsatisfied. Because uh-huh. it, it's not, it, it, they aren't really satisfying movies. They're kind of like, oh, it ended. Yeah. I, okay. I, like, I know what you mean, yeah. um, but that doesn't bother me that much. So, I guess I would normally tell you your opinion's wrong, but in this case, I'm going to tell you that your opinion is not necessarily wrong. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> I'm retarded. I'm a retard. <laughs> it's funny, me and Ashley say I'm a retard or think uh, he's a retard at like the same time. Nice. And that's like whenever something comes up like that, that's weird. And then I always forget what that's from. And I'm like, what is that from? I'm like, oh, it's The Hangover. Yeah. Well, there's that, that movie that's the totally um, uh, not rich people who were in The Hangover who are making another movie so they can make money. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way I can describe that movie have you seen the previews for that no it's like it's a spinoff because I think it's the same characters they seem like they're same, playing the same characters but it's like from the director of the hangover comes this movie with the same people playing the same characters it doesn't actually say that but it's something like that uh, it's man what is it called But it's definitely like them going, hey, we made a lot of money on that movie. We need to make uh, another movie that's like that so people will go see it. <sighs> it's sad. Totes. Podcasting crew. Let me see if I can find it really quick. But it, I don't know. It might still be funny just because, I mean, eh, the characters are good enough that they're funny and they're funny with each other. But I don't know if it'll actually be a good movie. It's probably one of those movies where they put every single funny point in the entire movie in the preview, and I'm like, man, that movie looks awesome. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and then I feel totally cheated. Uh, 
director. That's what they're called, right? Like the guys who direct the movie? Yeah. <laughs> that's generally what they're called. You know, it's you take you take what they do and you just add er to the end. <laughs> direct er. Fresh er. <laughs> uh, oh, Hangover Two is in production. I like it's called Bigelow. Due Date is the name of the movie. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah. Ah, oh my god. It actually has a 7.0 on IMDb, which is like six higher than I expected them to rate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, but it's got Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis in it. So those are the same two people. I think they're playing the same characters. But that's my uh, preview of a movie that I don't necessarily want to see. Comedies, I don't really care if I see them in theaters anyways. So, Because it's not like, oh man, that was so much more funny because I, I saw it in 5.1 on a screen that was like a thousand feet wide. Yeah. Whereas if it was like like a movie where people get shot and shit explodes, <laughs> that's when I want to see it in the theater. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, uh, apparently... Somebody with the last name of Cohen, I don't know if it's one of the Cohen brothers, wrote the screenplay for the movie. Interesting. Interesting tie-in, since it was totally unrelated at the time. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's totally just somebody random whose <laughs> last name is... Because <laughs> he looked like he just wrote TV shows. Uh, produced TV shows. Yeah. Brought weird. to you by a guy with the last, same last name as the producer who brought you Miller's Crossing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. about it. Yep. So, I, I think that's the rumpus. That's all that is.